Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that want to create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right, so we're back for episode three to talk about Joanne's kitchen love story and uh, the inspiration that went into this beautiful kitchen, like kind of where we started and what Joanne was looking for. So I'll kind of go through a list of things that um, she presented me with that she, you know, really we were trying to figure out like the best way to do this. Now, this is an, an older house, right? And her budget was roughly somewhere between seventy dollars and $100,000, like realistically. And so... We knew we were going to, at this point, we knew we were going to add on a new room and it's like, okay, so how to make it look like the inspirational pictures, but not overbuild it or underbuild it, right? Design wise. And this is like a really big, important part of when you do a kitchen remodel, uh, really of any type, but definitely of, of something that's more extensive is you don't want it to look over so, so over, uh, done or new that it doesn't, that it makes everything else in the rest of the house look older. And so, you know, I know when I was looking at her inspirational pictures of which are, you know, really modern houses, I was looking for ways myself design wise to make it look like it was an updated fresh version, but not, but not too much. Right. And, uh, so there's sometimes a little bit of a fine line there. So her, the things that she really wanted was she wanted windows at the end of this new room. She wanted a pitched roof with beams, darker beams, because she had those already in her existing big living room. And she wanted a very light, fresh feeling. Um, at that time, I think we knew we, she was pretty close to going with gold brushed handles, I believe. But that's what she ended up doing. Um, she was playing between um, a big, huge island and whether or not to have versions of like a white oak mixed in. So for quite a while, we she really wasn't sure if she, what exact color she wanted the island to be. So we spent some time talking about that, thinking about that. In her original inspirational pictures, uh, one of the islands is very dark, and two of the islands are light, but they have different colored side panels, right, and then darker stools. So we wanted this mix of white and, and wood, but not too dark. Um, so that was kind of some of the original inspiration. Um, she also wanted, you know, most of the pictures had very, very tall ceilings. Her house is, is an eight foot tall ceiling, but the pitched roof was going to be give, give this very, very elevated feeling. And I think it does a beautiful job of doing that. We spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out like exactly how big that room needs to be. The, the added on room. And we knew we needed a certain amount of linear feet to fit, one long run where most of the stuff was going to, most of the appliances were going to go. And then also a much bigger dining table. So those are some of the bigger things that we knew we had to incorporate in the new space. Uh, and luckily it turned out beautifully. It, it definitely has a lot of very spacious feeling. Um, and the existing kitchen was very narrow, small walkways, hard to get around, tight corners, tight hallways, so I knew personally that in the new space, we wanted to have a very, uh, uh, you know, kind of a horizontal flow to the room 
um, and that it was very easy to get around this very large island because she wanted a really big island. And I was concerned that it would be so big that it would be actually another obstacle. So I think we, I think we uh, landed on a, a good sweet spot. It is big, but it doesn't feel like you're walking around it too much in the space. Uh, let's see what else. We also played with some textural elements and, and she wanted, she really liked this sort of white oak look and, but she wasn't sure about her floors. She ended up doing the white oak, solid white oak floors and a very clear natural finish. She was originally going to do a darker floor and, um, I was, it would be beautiful. My floors are dark, but I was concerned about the amount of it and, and how dark it would be. And, um, so she ended up, uh, in the middle of doing her floor process, just basically not staining them, just keeping them with a clear, beautiful finish. And it, it adds that warmth to the room. So it's not too cold because there's a lot of white cabinets. All right. So that's sort of some of the inspiration. And then the countertops, um, she knew she wanted a light, uh, light white countertop, a quartz countertop kind of right from the start. Uh, she's, she went to many, many locations to find just the right one. It's very subtle. Uh, but she really likes it, and she ended up doing stainless steel for her appliances. Again, appliances and metal adds a lot of reflectivity. It's it's not um, it's definitely part of the design, right? The design aesthetic and the color. And in her case, we moved her refrigerator from one whole side of the kitchen all the way to the other side. Her kitchen was, her refrigerator was not in a great location before it was crammed against the wall and basically right in a massive walkway. So, uh, I definitely suggested that we move it all the way across the room, uh, basically as far away from the entrance to the kitchen as you could get, because it's a really, really busy entrance to the kitchen. Uh, you've got the, you're coming in from the living room and the outside garage. It's basically the, it's the entrance to the house basically. So doing that freed up that corner, there was a real pinch point there. Um, and we placed two pantries. We ended up doing two pantries. And so one is basically her food pantry. One is her everything else pantry. Um, she loves to cook. She has lots of small appliances, mixers and stuff. So she was able to basically take everything off of her countertops and put them into this one really large, beautiful pantry. It's oversized. And it's going to give her a lot of flexibility over the years as the family shifts and changes, and she may start doing things that she wasn't doing before. She's got adequate space to do that. She actually has empty drawers, right? She has empty space because the kitchen has so much storage now. So some of the ways that we solved, um, so that was the inspiration of it. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. A light white kitchen, warm wood tones, lots of light and airiness and spaciousness, and new updated appliances, stainless steel. Um, she wanted a cooktop, not a freestanding stove. And she wanted a double oven, which she has in a microwave. And she wanted a pretty curved, like a, like a hood that kind of stood out. So she ended up doing a curved wood hood and it's beautiful in person. So those were the sort of things that she wanted to make sure were there. Um, she had one special request was she wanted to have a drawer just for tea. So I modified in my normal like pantry style and I added another very thin um, horizontal drawer that's extra wide so that she could actually put all of her teas and specialty coffees in there. So um, that was her one real requirement that she wanted. And so I was happy to do that. And she also has, she also ended up adding on um, large 36 inch drawers under her cooktop. I usually don't like doing those. They're usually too big and ungainly. But she really, really wanted them and they turned out really beautiful. 
And, um, yeah, so that was some of the things that we did it, that we did for her. Um, okay. So the solution, how do we solve those 20 to 25 problems in the first, uh, in the, the original episode or the episode before here? Well, obviously adding on a whole nother room and then changing the entire orientation from one direction to another direction gave us a lot of freedom and it gave us the length to have a long run of cabinets along one wall. Most people take out too many walls and you need walls to put cabinets behind them, right? Like they need cabinets need backs. So they have to back up to walls. So, uh, we took out one internal wall and then added on the room and that made it so that we could put the double oven. We could leave the oven where it was, but make it a double oven and put one pantry there, which meant that people don't have to walk over there to do the, to go to the refrigerator. The fridge is now all the way down at the end of the run. And, um, it kind of book matches, right? Because a refrigerator cabinet is tall, full height, and a pantry is tall and full height. So it gave, it gave a grounding, like a, we call that bookending, a left and a right, a lot of symmetry to the kitchen. And, um, and it also freed it up so that if you're at the sink and somebody wants to go to the refrigerator, they're not in your way and vice versa. If they want to go to the pantry, everybody's not crowded around one small corner, right? It really widened the whole kitchen. Uh, obviously we put in an 11 foot Island. So she now has tons and tons of countertop space for all kinds of prep for people to walk up. She has a big, beautiful overhang on the backside for her kids and grandkids. So none of those people are now inside of her space when she's prepping and talking to them. One of the biggest worries she had was whether the sink should be in the Island or on the back wall, the new back wall. And I convinced her that, you know, looking sideways out the window was going to be no problem at all. And she'd be able to face the people when she's talking and cooking to them. So I think it's turned out really, really beautiful. I know she was worried she was not going to have enough countertop space left of the sink, right of the sink. Um, and uh, I think she would agree now she has a ton of countertop space. The island did not need to be any longer than it than it is. She also has very adequate countertop space left and right of the cooktop now. And that's because we took a lot of stuff and put it in big soft closing drawers that are the adequate heights. So stuff is not crowded into them, right? And they hold a lot of weight. So that's some of the solutions we did. Um, she got a big, beautiful, wide spice drawer, um, cookie sheet divider. So all her cookie sheets came from underneath stuff. Now they're now, they're now being stored vertically inside of one of her pantries. Uh, she's already told me she absolutely loves it because it's easy to get a cookie sheet, which she does almost every day. Um, other solutions, I would say we did a, a cabinet that goes all the way over the top of the refrigerator. So she has even more long-term storage. Her upper cabinets are extra deep, so she can put you know, all kinds of things in there. She opted to put her plates inside of her drawers, which is what I do. And I love having my plates in my drawers now. So she has so much adequate space now that everything is not crowded, right? She can actually see her stuff. She can get stuff in and out very easily. Uh, I think those are some of the solutions. Um, yeah, I mean, basically it's just really easy to walk around in this kitchen. Now there's, there's just no pinch points. Um, when I was there installing the cabinets, I actually, you know, convinced her to move the island down yet another five or six inches. And it, it created yet more spaciousness in that one corner that was gets so much traffic. So you really want extra space. I think we did 48 or 50 inches 
uh, from countertop to the next closest corner. And then on her cooktop, we definitely did 48 inches from the sink to the cooktop side. Again, having wide walkways really is a luxury in a kitchen. If you can do it, it makes a huge difference in just how you use the space if you have an island. All right, guys, so those are the solutions. Obviously, we did beautiful bright white uh, cabinets. We did, I believe, extra white from Sherman Williams, which is just a really beautiful warm white. It's not yellow. It still looks very bright and cheerful. And because she did that white oak floor, that adds a lot of warmth to the to the room. And obviously, her stainless steel appliances. And then she did these beautiful gold brushed poles. They really sparkle. I mean, I'm going to show you the pictures. And I'm telling you, I know probably everybody says this, that like things are literally so much prettier in person, but I think Joanne would agree that the pictures really still don't do it justice. Um, It is just so bright and cheerful and airy and open. The windows, the beams, the light fixtures, the cabinets, the, the handles, the countertop, this beautiful white arch sink that she did, this gorgeous gold brushed faucet that she picked. She did such a good job that it really looks like a modern updated kitchen, but it doesn't look out of place with the rest of the house. So, um, yeah, so that's how we kind of, that's the solution of how we solve some of those design issues. And, um, yeah. And so in the next episode, I'm going to talk about like, how do we get that done? How do I fly out there? How do the cabinets get there? What are the logistics of it? Um, how long does it take? You know, what's the actual process so that you guys can kind of hear, you know, behind the scenes of how do we actually get this done? And then in the final episode, we're going to have Joanne on and she's going to talk about like what it's meant to her, how she's, you know, being in the space, living in the space already, what it's done for her family, and just like what this whole process has been for her. All right. Talk soon. Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head, like how big is a granite slab and which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel? And what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy, because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you. Thank you for this group. So, hey, I really want to add your story one day and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they want to create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think, for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. 
Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.